exploring interesting topics that impact our lives and fascinating ideas that get us thinking. I'm Kyle. And I'm Kelly. And this is Things to Think On. Okay, so today we're going to talk a little bit about state birds. The best and the worst made me kind of wonder why we even have state birds. Uh, The the reasoning behind official symbols in each state is to represent the cultural heritage and national treasures of each state in the USA. We recognize a lot of different symbols, uh, flags and seals, animals, trees. Um, and, the, and the bird is <laughs> among those things that we consider national treasures. The first eight birds were chosen in 1927, and I believe it continued until 1973 when that was officially closed and everyone had settled on their state bird. Yes, and some had, some had settled more than others. <laughs> <laughs> really settled. They just took a peek at what other people had chosen and wrote that down real quick. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll come to you in just a moment. <laughs> so why don't we kick it off yeah. by talking so, about... Yeah, and one thing that kind of got us looking at this was we're in Utah and our state bird is the seagull or the, the California, California gull, <laughs> which if you know anything about Utah, you'll know that we are not by the sea and we are not in California. So the way we came to that was the pioneers who originally came to the state uh, in 1847 and 1848 had uh, planted seed and were waiting for the crops to grow. And this was, you know, obviously they were out in the middle of nowhere and relying on that harvest for, you know, their food. And it was being overtaken by crickets uh, who were eating all of their seed. And they were obviously very dismayed at this until large flocks and flocks of seagulls, California gulls came in and started to eat the crickets and saved the pioneers from what they thought would be a certain starvation. And so this was a a miracle to them. And that is how Utah got its official state bird was from this event that happened a while ago. So uh, obviously an important part of state history, which is where a lot of these state birds come from, but unfortunately a very, very lame state bird. Uh, And I would put that on our list of the worst state birds personally. Yeah. I mean, it's got a cool story attached to it. Not great. Not a good state bird. I mean, it's a California goal, Utah (laughs) goal. It's just, it's strange. And it's not even native to most of the state. You know, it's very localized to around the great Salt Lake area. It is. Yeah. And it's one of those birds too, that unfortunately you'll mostly see eating trash and and flying around. Yeah. In the parking lot. And you try and avoid as much as you can uh, just because you don't want to get pooped on and stuff like that. So like anytime you see seagulls, you just, you know, there's either like food on the ground or trash somewhere and you don't want to get too close or too near under them. So an unfortunate state bird, <laughs> good history, good story, unfortunate choice of birds. So that brings us to our list 
of bad state birds, which we've we have been hashing out and we have decided on our our list of the worst. Utah is on there. And in no particular order, we bring you the rest. So our next one uh, has made the list because, well, for several reasons. One of the main reasons is that it is on several states. Uh, it's the symbol for st- several states. Their bird, the mockingbird. And we picked Mississippi because they were the last to choose it. So not only did they settle, but <laughs> they settled for something very non-original. Um, and the mockingbird, I mean, it's a pretty common bird. Let's be honest, the northern mockingbird is found in many states across the United States. And in terms of its appearance, it's a pretty basic looking bird. Very gray, white. It's sort of interesting. It can mimic the sounds of other birds and even amphibians and things like that. But in terms of uniqueness, I definitely would put that pretty low on the list. Sure, it's been, you know popular in American literature. (laughs) When you think of the book To Kill a Mockingbird and that story, it represents innocence, you know? Yeah. So it's been made special in that way, but that doesn't mean that multiple states should pick it as their state bird. No, good, good symbolism, maybe a good choice for one state, but if you're coming in, if you're sliding in like third or fourth on the list, like (laughs) you, you need to pick something else. So Mississippi, you you failed. You made at the picking, list of the yeah, worst. at picking your state bird. And like let's there were already add, several ahead of you with the mockingbird. Mississippi is a deep south state. It's heavily forested. You have a long list of birds that you can choose from, and you decided to pick one that was already picked. Yep. Extremely disappointing. Uh, which kind of segues into. Our next choice. So looking at you, Louisiana, <laughs> and picking the pelican. So you you made our, a list of the worst. Pelican's an original choice. So I don't think any other states have the pelican as their official state bird. And it's somewhat representative of Louisiana, as in, you know, a, a bird that you'd find down in Louisiana. Near the water. It's near a water, the water bird. Yeah, it's and, a water bird. And Louisiana's all about the water, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can probably talk better to this because you're you're very you lived very, very close to Louisiana. It, right. So it So I'm pretty familiar with the brown pelican. Yes. It's really not a special pelican either. It's a no. pretty common one. <laughs> and that's part of the problem. Is <laughs> that it's another Louisiana is another one of those states where they have a long list of birds they can choose from. I mean, it's an extremely green state, lots of forests, really unique ecosystem. Really cool. It's a really cool state, I think. And and then they chose the pelican. And and maybe I'm a little bit biased because I did grow up uh, in southeast Texas, so I'm pretty familiar with the way the beaches look down there. You know, anybody from Louisiana, I know you can agree with me, the beaches are not anything to really write home about. And that's the image I think of when I think of the brown pelican. Anytime I ever saw one, it was in like the stinkiest stank <laughs> mud hole of a beach. And uh, it just is not a glamorous bird by any means. So I'm sorry. That one's making the list of the worst. I'm sorry, not sorry. 
So next on our list and is the the Hawaiian goose from Hawaii. I don't actually. Why is this one on the list? I, I don't know. You'll have to enlighten me a little bit on that one. Because it's a goose. <laughs> what do you have against geese? <laughs> Everything. I know. They really are a-holes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Which is why I'm I already knew where this was going, but I didn't. I didn't know, but I knew. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, you know what? We had some pet geese when I was a teenager, so I'm familiar with how much of a-holes they are. But uh, I honestly didn't even realize that Hawaii had a Hawaiian goose. Apparently, they do, and par- it's apparently a species that is. Uh, native to hawaii for a long time but this just made the list because geese are geese and i think hawaii has got a lot of other choices and you went with just the biggest a-hole bird that there is (laughs) yeah yeah raise your hand if you've ever been chased by a goose i've definitely got my hand yeah that's i don't know if hawaiian geese are are particularly Yeah, I'm just making a lot of assumptions here based on stereotypes of geese. So I guess apologies to any goose listeners out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking at some information about it right now. And it as far as geese go, I I would say it's probably a little bit more special. I mean, it ranks into the threatened category. So that that might make it a little bit more special i don't know they get a little bit of bonus points for it being unique and actually native to hawaii but you're right it's a goose it is yeah so that brings us to our fourth what are we yeah we're fourth on the list here wow fifth if you're counting utah virginia looking at you this one is just for me, almost the biggest travesty of the entire state bird list, because uh, I'd have to go back and count uh, the northern cardinal, because I think seven other states had picked this one before Virginia, and Virginia comes sliding in after everybody and decides to pick the same bird in 1950. Yeah, after West Virginia, right after West Virginia. Right after West Virginia. As their bird, Virginia is not to be outdone by his sister. (laughs) Or maybe it's like the annoying little sister that has to be exactly like them, you know? Yeah, I don't know, don't know what was going on there in 1950. What, what happened? But to pick, to pick the same bird as everybody that not only around you, but that a whole bunch of other states had already picked for years and years uh, just doesn't make any sense. Northern Cardinal, I mean, that's a pretty bird. It is. It's very striking in in terms of color. It's pretty common, but at least it is a striking common bird. Um, And I would even say like, you know, pretty American when you think of the Cardinal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like it more than the Mockingbird. It's definitely only making the list because it it's just that it was picked so many times. It is. And we like to see a little originality. Yeah. It is the most common state bird on the list. So again, I think that seven states had picked this bird and with Virginia coming in last. So that's why, Virginia, you make the list at the very end because you 
you waited for everybody else to do it and then you kind of followed suit. Just doesn't make any sense. So Northern Cardinal, an all right bird, still pretty common, but no points for original negative points for originality there. I mean, so our our last our last one was which state? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's right. They went with drumroll <laughs> <laughs> the robin and I mean that one was another one that was picked by several states, not as many as the cardinal. Uh, but several states picked the robin, and that's making the list primarily because it's just not very original. I mean, there's a lot of birds to choose from, and you went with one of the most common birds. I think, I mean, it, I think it is like the second most common bird in the United States. It has a, an extremely wide range. Yeah, ro- robins are everywhere. Yeah, I know. I see one it's... like every day in our backyard. I mean, yeah, if you want to pick like the most common bird, then that's definitely it. So it's probably good that somebody picked the robin as their state bird, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. But multiple states didn't need to do it. No. And and they picked it last. So that's why they're making the list. Yeah. See, here's the thing for me is robins should be like the food for the state for a state bird. Yeah. But surprisingly there's really no states that picked any birds of prey or anything like that this is the most frustrating thing i have in terms of like utah state bird we have a pretty long list of birds of prey here that are native to utah i mean utah's known for being like one of the nesting places for the really cool peregrine falcon like yeah they're really rare to see them, you know, actually build nests and lay eggs and everything. It happens here every year. Yeah. And like some really like uh, they keep coming back and doing it, nesting every year. And, and it's on camera and it's pretty well known. Like, why wouldn't you choose that bird over the California goal? Yes, exactly. It's it's a little disappointing. Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, I personally think that the hawk is a really underrated bird. Sure, it's everywhere. I mean, you literally see them all over the place. We had one make it a meal on our back patio <laughs> a couple months ago yeah. and ate another bird on our bistro set. <laughs> but I don't know. I just love it. At the same time, it was disgusting to have to clean that up, right? It but, was It was disgusting. Yeah, Wisconsin. Uh, uh, yeah, a hawk caught your robin. <laughs> And ate it on a bistro set. But at the same time, a, a hawk caught a robin and ate it on her bistro set. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I just I have, like, mad respect for that. <laughs> so why not choose that as a state bird? Yeah. They have a really wide range, too, but they're just really cool. And, and they're extremely useful in terms of, like, taking care of pests. They eat a lot of mice, a lot of, you know, annoying animals that we you know, try to keep the population under control. It's just a really cool bird. It is. Very cool bird. Didn't make anybody's list, though. No, it didn't. Surprisingly. Which is so, so interesting. All right. Well, that brings us, that ends our worst and brings us over to what we put as some of the best. So do you want to kick us off with what you think some of the best are in no particular order? 
<laughs> we both agreed that the Roadrunner, which is New Mexico's state bird, is one of the best. Um, but my reasoning for it is just nostalgia because I grew up watching <laughs> the coyote chase the Roadrunner. And I just, I can't help but think it's a really cool bird. And I've seen actually Roadrunners in New Mexico. It was actually really cool to see it running along the side of the road. They're just an interesting little bird. They're not very big. I guess they're not terribly small either, but they weren't as big as I thought they would be when I actually saw one in person. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're they're not. But that's, I mean, that really, like, it represents, like, the American Southwest, doesn't it? It does. So, like, it's... It's just a good, I mean, and New Mexico really represents when you think of like American Southwest, like landscape and other things like you you think of New Mexico among some other states, but that's just a good, it's a good fit. It's a good, it's a good choice. It is. And it's, it is a somewhat unusual bird. Its range is not as wide as most of the other ones that were on the lists of state birds. Yeah. All right. Next up is Minnesota and the loon, which, again, I think this one is nobody else had the loon. And I think it's just very, very specific to a place like Minnesota and fits really, really well. And I don't know what else to say. Like, that's, I just, I I like it. I think it fits well. And yeah, it's another, it's yeah. another, like, it's, it's, called the common loon but it's actually not that common in terms of its range it's really more of a northern bird or like a coastal bird you're not gonna find it like hanging out in texas somewhere no no you're not gonna find that ranging and they really i feel like they embrace it too like in in minnesota like the loon as their state bird like they like their soccer team for example they have a new soccer team and they're the loons so, like, you're not going to find Utah, you know, the goals or anything like that. Like, we're not going to use our state bird as a mascot or anything like that. But Minnesota embraces it. And so props to you, Minnesota, because you have a good state bird that represents you and you embrace it for things like state soccer teams. So I think that's a good choice. Yeah, I agree. It is a good choice. It's a cool looking bird, too. Let's see. Oklahoma was also on the list of of good choices, right? They picked a pretty... This was one that we kind of had somewhat of a disagreement on, though. You put it on its best list. I think it's also a neat bird. It's the scissor-tailed flycatcher. The thing about it is it, it is an interesting bird. It's unique. It's more unique than a lot of the birds that were chosen as a state bird. However, I'm not convinced that it really appropriately represents Oklahoma. So they did make the list for the best bird. But at the same time, I'm not sure it really is the best bird for Oklahoma. It's also known as the Texas bird of paradise. So maybe instead of picking the mockingbird, Texas, you should have picked it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a pretty cool bird. Yeah, this was was a tougher one because we debated whether or not it should go on the best or the worst list. Because the bird is a great choice. The state is, is kind of a miss. So. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it, it. Yeah. It does exist in Oklahoma. I think it's more common in Texas. So that's an interesting thing. Maybe they should trade. 
Yeah. If we could orchestrate a trade, then it would be great. (laughs) If you have a bird that's named after your state, you should probably seriously consider that as your state bird or nicknamed after your state. It's true. And if you have a bird that's named after another state, you should seriously think about whether you should have that as your state bird, like the Texas bird of paradise or the California goal. That should cause you to pause for a moment. Yeah, why are other people choosing (laughs) the birds that are named after our state? Hmm. All right, next up on our list, Delaware and the Delaware blue hen, which is this one I went back and forth on for a minute and I think it's more the history than anything that got this one on the list. Go, so going back, just the pretty much the story and the, I think we went with some of the usefulness of the bird. So that kind of weighed into some of our decisions as well. So it does for me. I think it does more for me than for you as much. I think any bird that can serve as food is a bird worthy of some praise, you know? Right. And, and that's part of what's so disappointing about some of those other choices, like the robin or the mockingbird. When you're choosing an ornamental bird and you choose something so simple and plain, I don't understand that. At least when you're choosing a, a hen or a chicken, it's useful. You you know, I can I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. So this one goes back to the Revolutionary War when apparently and we're just I'm just reading kind of some of the history here when. The men of Captain Jonathan Caldwell's company uh, took some game chickens of said to be of the brood of the famous blue hen. And so that's where uh, kind of this blue hen came from. And again, I think Delaware has just more embraced it than a lot of other states. So uh, the University of Delaware, the blue hens and other things as well so there you go i guess when you embrace it you you know you've made a good choice that's fair enough that's a pretty good looking mascot i was just looking at a picture they really toughened up that blue (laughs) 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 it's a very muscly blue head it's a tough looking blue head it is i'm gonna have to take a look at that mascot too so it looks like our the one that is coming up. There's this no particular order, but the one that you have last as the best is Alabama and the Yellow Hammer. And I believe that I was the one that petitioned for that. I have a fondness for woodpecking birds. I always think that they're interesting looking. Um, and this particular one is no exception. It's a very pretty bird, unique looking. And I believe they're the only ones that chose that bird. So props for that. Um, I'm surprised that more southern states didn't choose some sort of woodpecker. I mean, you're talking about trees and forest galore. They've got so many woodpecker varieties, but only Alabama went with it. Good choice, Alabama. I support it. All right. There it is. Yeah. And one that didn't make our list, I personally think that it's worth honorable mention, um, is the turkey. I believe three different states it three or four chose the turkey as their state which makes it a little less cool because it's repeating um but the turkey is such a useful bird and 
one that I would describe as tenacious too. Kind of like the goose, except the goose is like attractive and the turkey is really not. (laughs) (laughs) So the fact that it has this tenacity, I feel like is even more like ballsy, you know, (laughs) I just really respect it. Did three states really choose the turkey? Let's see. We've got, maybe I'm, maybe I am not counting that correctly. Oh, I don't see any states choosing the turkey on this list. Oh, some state game birds. That's right. It's a it's listed as several states game birds. Three of them. So South Carolina, Oklahoma, and Massachusetts. No, four in Alabama. All chose the turkey as their state game bird. That's not a thing in every state. Oh. Okay. So th- this is interesting. So yeah, so some states apparently have also opted to have game birds in addition to their official state bird. There, That is where you get the turkey. So props to some of these uh, turkey-loving states. And you even get uh, Idaho trying to sneak the peregrine falcon in there. Yeah, much love to the falcon. It's a really neat bird. So we may need to get Utah working on a state game bird of some sort. Or a state raptor, or a state symbol of peace. I don't know. State apparently, you can. Of peace. Yeah, the Eastern Morning Dove. Come on, Wisconsin, you can do better than that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that a little while ago we uh, tried to get the Golden Retriever as our official state dog, but that didn't work out for some reason. I wonder why. Uh, it is a really popular dog here because it's so great with families. It is. But it's quickly being overtaken, I believe, by the Golden Doodle. I think it was more just they didn't have time to vote on it or something like that. You know? Yeah, well. However that. It's probably not high on the list of priorities to come up with these. Like, <laughs> in my mind, they're like superlatives, you know? <laughs> yeah. There you go. I, I support the Golden Retrievers, the state dog. Sure. And what would be the state cat? The cougar? Yes, obviously. Yeah. Pretty cool. There was one running wild in Murray just a few weeks ago. Did you see that in the news? What was that? A cougar was spotted in Murray a few weeks ago. No. Yeah. It was being reported in, in the news. Hmm. Of people needing to be very diligent as they were out and about in Murray to not be caught unawares by a cougar. It's always good advice. It don't, is. Don't be caught unaware by mountain lions or cougars yeah it was surprising though because murray isn't exactly right up next to the mountains so no it was a little bit of an unusual sighting anyway yeah i'd go with that as the the state cat i'd be all right with that there you go state birds state dogs state cats why not and any other state things i think they should do like a state food that'd be pretty interesting nice all right. And Maybe Utah would probably be something gross like green jello or it, one of those funky casseroles that everybody goes on about the funeral potatoes or something. Probably. <laughs> probably. Um, oh, maybe maybe that will be one of our next episodes. We'll go and uh, pick state foods for each state based on like the top food. That we'll, would be we'll find really out tough what, in Texas. We'll find out what the, got some good the top Maybe like the top consumed or the top selling food is or something like that. Mm, That might be a good way to narrow it down. Yeah. See what the most popular purchased thing is of some sort. But we can find something like that. 
All right. Anything else? Nah. This is making me hungry, though. <laughs> All the talk of birds and state foods. Yeah. The turkey. I really like turkey. I'm sorry to anyone out there that doesn't eat animals. My apologies. Please don't hate me. But I really like to eat turkey. <laughs> Especially turkey sausage. It's like super good. Turkey's a wonderful bird. It is. It's it's honestly one of my favorite foods is to eat turkey. I have a lot of respect for it as a bird, too. Like, I really do. I mean, it's a really cool bird that's native to the U.S. And still, you know, there's a lot of wild turkeys out there. And it's just a really cool bird. And it's big. They're big birds. Very big. And they will come for you. And then they can make themselves look even bigger. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just really impressed by them. And they're so tasty. Very, very tasty bird. Yeah. It's a good bird. It is. So anyway, I'm surprised. This, I, I thought I must have misread. I thought it was one of the state's birds, but I was just the the game bird. That's too bad. It's a missed opportunity. That's true. Well, they all got locked in a while ago before I guess we had a chance to really think about it. I guess. 1929 <laughs> to the 70s. That's a pretty wide range. People were choosing birds. <laughs> Making some unfortunate decisions, I guess. Yeah. I guess in the in the 30s, there were a lot of things that had occupied their minds that were probably more important than choosing a bird. That's a topic for another day. Yep. Another day. All right. Well, I guess that's a wrap then. Yep. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. If you liked our show, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can find out more on our website, thingstothinkon.co. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Larry Evans. You can also find Kelly on Twitter at S. Kelly Evans. See you next time.